0: welcome welcome to the jimmy b sports show on power 90.1 featuring bay area sports insight now here's your host jimmy b
1: sports fans good morning and welcome to the jimmy b sports show as always i'm your host jim Barron. today is saturday February 26th, we'll be talking sports. We're going to be talking about the Lightning and their big game tonight up in Nashville, outside on the ice. We're going to be talking about baseball, where they're at, where they're not at. And of course, the NCAA March Madness is ramping up. All those things and more on the show. The number here is 877-448-7901. Email, as always, at power 901com We'll be right back to kick off the show.
0: Do you love
2: driving, but you hate your expensive car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your current car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. Yes, it's easy to refinance your current car payment and save up to $100 a month. Could you use an extra $100 a month? Then make this call to Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your current car payment. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. You can do it all from the
0: comfort of your home. Call today and see how much you can save. Call 800-871-9417. 871 9417 That's 800-871-9417. Call now. 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1.
1: All right, sports fans, let's kick it off with the lightning. Finally, after the seven-day hiatus that they had, they came back this past Wednesday night um, here at the Amelie Arena. We beat the Edmonton Oilers 5-3 to three in what wasn't the prettiest game to watch, but uh got the job done. Corey Perry... Became the uh, 103rd NHL player to reach 400 goals. So, congratulations to him. Um, also scoring in the game with Patty Maroon, Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, and Nikita Kucherov. So, those four guys scored. Um, you know, I, like I said, coming off the seven day break, you're going to be a little bit. <laughs> Um, stagnant when you first start. It wasn't the, the the best game to watch, of course. Vasilevsky was always uh, strong from the beginning in the net. I believe he had 27 saves on, on Wednesday night. But um, like I said, two points is two points, and congratulations again to Perry, 36 years old, and um, no, still going strong. So hopefully he can keep it up. We played at night. If uh, you're following 7:30 on TNT. The Lightning will be playing the Nashville Predators in an, in an outdoor game. It's one of those um, classics that the NHL is having. So uh, the weather, obviously, is going to be about 30 degrees, uh, maybe upper 20s out there. So they're going to be able to um, you know, have an outdoor game. And that's always fun to watch Um You know, that's these guys, all these hockey players, no matter what team they're on or whatever, they grew up playing outside, playing on the pond, whether it be, you know, in in the northern states here or up in Canada. And that's what they're used to. And it really brings back, I'm sure, some fond memories when they do get out there. And uh, for the fans, I I think that to get back, to be able to not just watch it on TV, but to, to be a part of it, in the original habitat, I think that's uh, a fun to do. So, do I want to sit in thirty degree weather? Not really. I'll watch it on TNT. But uh, like I said, let's hope that the lightning keep it up, barring any injuries. At this point, uh, right now we have seventy two points in the uh, Atlantic Division, a couple points behind Florida. Uh, As long as we stay clear of any injuries To key players uh, Firm up some of the lines Maybe the uh, third line Get more consistency uh, Try to take some more um, uh, Takeaways on the defensive side And that's about it Just keep going I I really like our chances I believe that uh, Colorado And um, the Lightning right now Are the two teams that are looking the best of course, Colorado's in the West and we're in the East. Those are the two teams that I would actually like to see a seven-game series with those two teams. Very, uh, very intriguing, and when they get together, there's always some great games. So uh, Toronto's right there as well. Uh, Boston is in the mix. So I think that when you look at it from the, the next month or so, that's going to really tell. we got to you know, step on the gas and make sure that we're firing on all cylinders as we get ready for the grueling playoff run. Trying to be back-to-back-to-back uh, to back to back for the first time, I think, since the 80s with the Islanders. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on what you think uh, the Lightning's chances are to um, remain Stanley Cup champions. 877-448-7901. You can go to jimmybsports.com and uh, weigh in that way. Is there anything that you would like to see Cooper add to the team at this point? Any type of uh, adjustments that you think he needs to make? Um, if you look at everything from a um, You know, A point of view Of just looking at the team Take my hat off They've been able to rebuild From all the players That are no longer on this team From not just last year But from two years ago as well And they're finding ways To still go out there Night in and night out To get the job done It's a very well run organization Starting from the top With uh, ownership with Mr. Vinnick And you know You can't say enough about the job that uh, John Cooper does on a uh, weekly basis with this team. So let's keep the uh, momentum going here in Tampa, and uh, Lord Stanley wants to remain down here. So again, your thoughts, let me know what you think, and we'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1.
3: shopusa.com or 813-655-5000 now, now, back to the
0: show back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1
1: Welcome back sports fans if it's the end of February beginning of March we're talking about the PGA Tour making its Florida swing and they started this weekend they started uh, this Thursday down in um, Palm Beach Gardens with the Honda Classic, so it's good to see the guys back here playing. They'll be working their way up here to um, Orlando and then to uh, the Valspar, which we're going to be talking about more as the weeks progress here. Uh, but but looking at the golf, of course, the big headlines this week was um, uh, the Jay Monahan as the uh, PGA Tour Commissioner talking about you no know, moving on and anyone that was on the fence about playing in that Saudi. F- funded rival league, um, you know, really has a clear message for them. He said that, you know, if you're going to play, that you won't be on the PGA Tour. You'll lose your card. Um, Don't expect to get it back. So, you know, whether you agree with that or or, or not agree with that, there is zero complacency when it comes to, um, you know, what they're going to be doing. it's It's their rules to make, I suppose. So, If you look back a week, just a week, there were people that were on the fence. They were talking that it was a a done deal, that DeChambeau was going to be going over there. Uh, You had several of the top 100 players that were considering it. And one of them that was the ringleader was a uh, guy by the name of Phil Mickelson. So a lot's transpired in the past week with that. Um, if you look at what happened with Mickelson, uh, Tuesday afternoon at the Honda Classic, there's, there was a meeting and... Uh, Mickelson released a statement in which he apologized for reckless remarks that he had made about the Saudis and, and praised Greg Norman's firm for uh, you know, sharing his goal of making the sport better. So long story short, Mickelson had, had gone out and you know, he was one of the people that I guess was trying to put some of the rules together uh, with the Saudi League and um, trying to be instrumental in that. And his his thought process was that by having a alternative to the PGA, it would thereby force the PGA to to make some changes which Mickelson thought were long overdue or needed um, in his opinion for um, the good of golf here um, in this country. So the problem with Mickelson and so many athletes, in, in my opinion, is that when you get out of your comfort zone of going out there and just working on your sport and, and participating and remembering the reason why you're playing that sport and, and, and what your job on a week in and week out um, tends to be. You, you tend to start going to different areas, whether it be uh, in the politics or you, know, you have people like LeBron James out there talking. You have... Um, Aaron Rodgers, all you know, steps delves into some other things sometimes. So the problem with Mickelson is that he's been around for a long time. He's 52 years old this year. He's not going to be playing all that much longer competitively, and you know he sees the writing on the wall. And what he's trying to do is is maybe let his voice be heard. He's always been one to think that his ideas are. Um, you know better than other people's ideas. So when he goes out there and makes comments about, you know, all the, uh, you know, the, the Saudis, what they may have done in the past with some human rights violations, uh, the treatment of uh, a, 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 spor- a writer, uh, a shogi that was actually killed. And it goes into a couple different things, which we're not going to talk about all of them. But, you know, when he starts mentioning those things, he opens up a can of worms that he really has no right to be talking about. So, however, with him doing that, it went from a lot of speculation of players maybe going over there and leaning towards the big purses that the Saudis were offering to all the top players coming out and saying, no, I don't know, I'm going to be on the PGA Tour and that's where I want to be and that's where my allegiance is. So the one thing that Mickelson, what he had said, what it did was really create a clearer picture Of where the PGA is right now And and what's going on And it ends speculation To any type of uh, two leagues Or top players jumping ship, if you will And and going on that side and and playing there So you're not going to have it You have players like John Raw, Rory McIlroy Dustin Johnson's fully committed to the PGA Now after that you had Bryson DeChambeau Um You know, he's a very strong support for the PGA. So, you know, you don't have people now on the fence, if you will, about jumping ship and going over there and playing. So as far as that goes, I think, although Mickelson has taken the brunt of the comments that he made and, you know, he should not have made them um we we can talk about if what he said was correct or what, if he said it was incorrect but nonetheless many of his sponsors KPMG being one of them Amstel Light being another one decided to part ways with him and it, it no he, Mickelson has made 120 million dollars just from golf winnings over the years. Um, people say he's made close to 800 million with uh, all the endorsements and you know appearances that he's had over the years. So I, I really don't think that, uh, as much as Lefty likes the uh, likes the dollar signs, I think he just wanted to be a part of something and he got in over his head. And now it's at the point where he may have to even step away for a while, and um, there's a lot of resentment from a fellow players on the tour for uh, the stand that he took. So we're gonna—it's gonna be interesting. Um, you know, Mickelson, no doubt, he's out there and he, he likes to take chances on the golf course and obviously he takes some chances offside, off the golf course, which is evident in the display of his uh, thoughts and um, awards in the last several weeks. So, um, as good as it is to see the speculation of a competitive tour taking players away from the PGA, uh to be over, that's not going to happen this year. That's great to see. I hate to see anyone uh, as a scapegoat out there um, t- taking the brunt of, of the reason why it happened. And, and again, I'm not condoning what Mickelson said. It's the timing of, you know, what he said, how he said it, the context of it, and you know, his overall. Um, Appearance of being nonchalant about some of the things that he said. So we'd like to hear your comments on it. Um, while we're talking about golf, of course, you do have uh, Tiger's always in the mix of, of, you know, if he may be able to start to play a little bit and what his thoughts are. I would like to hear from the fans out there. Do you think that Tiger owes anyone an explanation as far as, you know, what happened that day with the accident or what led up to it or what his mindset was. It it kind of, you know, to me, it seems with Tiger Woods where he has done so much for the game of golf and has enabled these purses to, you know, become so large and so many people's lifestyles have been, um, you know, enamored and been able to um, do great with their careers from a financial standpoint because of Tiger Woods that when something does happen, uh, which typically seems to happen to him, uh, it kind of gets swept under the rugs and you hear things like, well, the court records have been sealed and, and everything else. I, for one, like to know what happened. Um, I'd like to hear if, if, you know, you think along the same lines, not to take away from uh now, whether he can come back or not, I personally don't think he will ever compete on the tour again. He may play in a couple rounds Um couple tournaments here or there but as far as competitively being able to walk the course I don't see that happening with the injuries that he had from the accident and um, you know we'll see where it goes from there it doesn't take away from what he's done in the past but um, I don't want to give him a bye not going to give Mickelson a bye I don't want to give him a bye or anyone else so we'd like to hear from him but more importantly we'd like to hear from you on what your thoughts are so if you go to sports at power 901 shoot me an email let me know what you think if you want to call in 877-448-7901 we'll be right back to talk more sports in the gymnasium
0: what are you so happy about i'm on the pill aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man Pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift, so my doctor prescribed me a little something.
3: Like Viagra?
0: Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction.
3: 800-748-6805. 800-748-6805.
0: Now. Now. Back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show. And power. Ninety point one.
1: Welcome back, sports fans. Talking some basketball right now. Uh, as you know, the big trade in the NBA this past month was the James Harden for Ben Simmons top between the 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets. Both those teams will be playing this weekend and it's going to be interesting to see. And that ties into an email that I received from Andy from Plant City that says, Jim, which team do you think will benefit the most from that trade? The 76ers with adding Harden or Brooklyn, the team that never was by adding Simmons, the player that never was. So um, that's a good email. And, and I think that if you look at it, it's too early to tell because obviously they haven't played yet. So we'll know better after a couple games. My initial reaction is going to be that James Harden, is a player that will be able to benefit because when they double-team Embiid, he'll be open for some shots. A lot of his shots come off of double-teams. I think that he's probably one of the best playmakers uh, in the NBA as far as the pick and roll goes. So you don't see the Sixers working on that too much, or I should say, you don't see the Sixers utilizing the pick and roll too much in the past, but I'm, I'm very confident they're going to start doing that because when you have a, uh, a high pick and roll scenario with Harden off the dribble and and bead rolling to the basket, that's going to put some um, pressure on the defense on, on who they're going to rotate to. So I, I think that from the point of view of Um, Initially Who will benefit the most from it I, I think I see the Sixers Benefiting more Than Brooklyn Right now you know, as far as Brooklyn goes, you know, you had Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden as supposedly the the best threesome that was you know you're ever gonna see, and they're gonna go out there and roll through the East, and you know you know have a championship definitely uh, last year or definitely this year with no injuries. For some reason, it, it didn't work out. Harden wanted out as badly as Simmons wanted out of of Philly. So from a um, point of view of team necessity it worked out the best for both teams from a Brooklyn standpoint I'm not sure what Simmons brings to that team right now don't forget he hasn't played um, he played all all year long and the last time he did play it didn't go all that well for him as far as uh, not being able to contribute at all from an offensive um, standpoint uh, you know, if you look at Simmons, he's, he's a very good defensive player. Um, he runs the point well. He'll get some rebounds. Uh, but when it comes to scoring or, or putting some points on the board, it's, it's just about nil for the mere fact that he will not shoot. So I'm not sure what happened in the... Uh, his absence of if he was able to talk to some people and maybe get some things right mentally about that aspect of the game, but even more so from a physical standpoint, not playing in the everyday game. Uh, you can go play in some pickup games and whatnot when you're uh, coming back or not associated with the team, but the actual on-court presence on there, uh, up and down, it takes a while to get used to. So um, I think that... At at best, he'll contribute Once he gets back into some type of uh, Physical shape from a standpoint of He doesn't want the ball So therefore there's more shots for Durant and Irving If you want to look at it that way It, it might be a, a good thing for um, Brooklyn We're going to see there's a big game coming up On March 10th uh, Where the Nets visit Philadelphia uh, Hopefully When they do play that game, Simmons wears some earplugs because he's definitely going to hear it from the Sixers fans uh, when he walks onto that court the way that he actually left the, uh, the, the team. So that much is guaranteed. Not sure about the outcome of that game, but I am sure that he's definitely going to hear it from the Sixers fans in that one. Uh, so I, I do think that we talk about Brooklyn, we talk about Philly in the East, but you also have uh, the teams right now that are leading the East, and it's neither, neither the Nets or Philly. Um, you look at right now you have Miami now, they're right at the top of everything um, as far as the eastern standings right now. what they're doing in Miami is they're just finding ways to win games and then and they the same record with Chicago. Chicago and Miami are neck and neck right now for um, the first two places in the uh, Eastern Conference standings. Then, of course, you have the Sixers after that and Milwaukee. It seems as though Milwaukee goes under the radar every year. No one really pays much attention to them. It's a uh, smaller market. You don't have the um, media coverage of other teams, for example, for the New York teams, the Boston teams, the Philly teams, um, maybe Chicago. You don't have that with Milwaukee, but people forget that they're the reigning champions. Until someone beats them, um, they still are. Right now, they're the fourth seed in the East. They do have some injuries, but when you have, you know, Drew Holiday and um, uh, the, the big guy there, uh, Ante Canopo, uh, leading the pack that you're going to you know, win some games. Boston has probably been the hardest team of anyone. They're sixth right now. And you know, then you have Toronto at seven and Brooklyn at the eighth spot. So it's going to be very interesting to see uh, how it plays out now that the All-Star game is over and you don't have any more distractions. I, I really hope that they ease some restrictions in um, in New York so that Irving can play home games. I've said all along, I think it's ridiculous. It should never have happened. And he should be able to play any game in that arena when they have a game, despite being immunized or vaccinated or whatever you want to call it doesn't come into play let him on the team and go in there and play that's my thoughts on that we'd love to hear your comments thank you Andy, for the email 877-448-7901 we'll be right back to uh talk some more basketball we're going to be talking about some NCA brackets coming up so um stay tuned we'll be right back on power 90.1
2: Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, health care is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Health Care Help Desk. 800-940-8099. 800-940-8099. 800 940
0: 8099. Now, Now. back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1.
1: Welcome back, sports fans. If it's almost March, that means it's time for March Madness. One more week of regular season. NCAA basketball followed by the conference tournaments Uh, and then of course the selection Sunday for the tickets to see who gets to the big dance so what we're doing we're going to be having a um uh, a bracket contest here on the show We'll be talking more about that But for right now Anyone that emails me Sportsofpower901.com And gives me your top four teams That you think will uh, be in the final four You'll be entered into a contest For tickets to the SEC Championship Which will be down here at the Amelie uh, Arena Uh Two weeks from today So um, Let me know What you think The top four teams are I'll tell you what Right now If I had to pick Four teams uh, I couldn't give you All four Or I'm not going to give you All four But I'm going to say that It'd be hard to pick Against two of them And those two would be uh, Kentucky And Gonzaga Uh, Right now Those two To me Seem like They're on top of their games And uh, a lot could happen between now and then, but uh, it's going to be interesting. And, of course, there isn't a better time of the year, in my opinion, than uh, Championship Week with all the conferences and then leading into the, um, the bracketology talks with the um, Final Four. And I think that this year, the, the, it's, it's going to be the hardest year in my opinion, in a while to pick the teams, So it's anybody's guess as to what could happen. Um, Again, JimmyBSports.com. Go in there, shoot me an email. The top four teams that you think will be there at the end. Whoever enters, enters into a pool to be able to get tickets to the SEC championship. tournament down here and those teams right now they have I think four or five in the top 20 You, of course you have Kentucky that we mentioned you have Auburn you have Tennessee um, a couple other teams that I can't think of right now that uh, will be playing there's um, I think 11 sessions or something like that but um, let me know what you think number here is 877-448-7901 if you want to call JimmyBSports.com. Baseball. Today, we enter the 87th day of this lockout for the baseball. Uh, Today would have been the day where spring training games would have started. Uh, Practice would have started the 16th of February and games starting today, getting ready for the uh, opening Opening game, I think it's uh, March March 31st, I believe, is what they uh, thought the first game would be. So, long story short, we're not doing too good with the talks that are going on. Uh, and if we don't get some type of agreement in uh, two days, on Monday, then that means that the season won't start on time, which is going to lead to other problems about... Uh, the length of the season Instead of 162 uh, Game season That's going to have to be shortened Although um, The players association said that they would play Double headers Which the um, Owners saying that they will not Go for that So a lot of things are coming into play If you you know Look at the, the union head Tony Clark people that are in his delegation, Max Serzer, Andrew Miller, Zach Britton, um, there's things we are talking about. The key issues seem to be the luxury tax thresholds, the rates of the luxury tax, the minimum salary, the size of a bonus pool for pre-arbitration players. Um You know, I know the union offered a couple of new proposals Thursday, making small changes to its plan uh, for a lottery to determine the first seven picks in the amateur draft. But um, the team say they'll never agree to the additional service time. So, you know, the union wants to increase the arbitration eligibility and to decrease revenue sharing Um, on all those concepts. The management says they'll never accept. So, you know, we're going back and forth here and the way it looks right now, the, the fans are going to suffer, and um, we're not going to see a baseball as scheduled, in my opinion, unless something changes drastically uh, over this weekend. And the way it's the way it's looking, like I said, preseason games, uh, exhibition games should have started uh, today, both here in Florida for the. Um, Uh, Grapefruit League And Arizona For the Cactus League So uh, Your thoughts on that Uh, I know everyone Wants to see baseball We talk about the Rays With the new stadium And and all that talk In the past But none of that matters uh, If you don't get the players Get the bats and balls out And get on the field And I want to hear The umpires say Play ball So let me know What you think about that Um, Also Want to talk a little bit About um, uh, what's going on in the world as far as the sad events over in Europe regarding uh, Russia's invasion of the Ukraine. Um, from a sports standpoint, you have Vladimir Klitschko, heavyweight boxing champion at one point, who happens to be the mayor of Kiev, of his brother over there as well, Vladimir uh, instead of, you know, now these guys are multi-millionaires. They can go anywhere in the world that they want. But instead, they're taking up arms and fighting for their country as we speak right now. And I, I think it's a, um, you know, to say the least, very heroic, very um, patriotic what they're doing. And it kind of puts things in perspective from a... Uh, sports standpoint how um, a minimal sports is in the overall picture when you compare of what's going on with these families over there and the displacement of the families, the shellings, the bombings, the, um, the, the family saying goodbye to their uh, fathers and, and husbands as they prepare to fight um, for the invasion of their country and Um, My my only hope is that we do find peace in some way very shortly and that the casualties are minimized and Um, Calmer minds can prevail. Um, But I I, I just wanted to mention that about uh, Klitschko over there and many other athletes. It's tough. You have Ovechkin, um, one of the NHL's best players for a number of years. Um, How that must be affecting them when they go out there and play. So a lot of times we take for granted Uh, We just turn the TV on or go to a game and expect people to perform at their highest standards when, in fact, there are things going on um, in their minds and in their lives. So thoughts and prayers to everyone involved and uh, a speedy end to this nonsense and uh, so we can get back to talking about uh, sports, which is what we like to do. So... Guys, that's all the time we have. I hope that we all have a good weekend. The weather's supposed to be uh, spring-like for the end of February here. So get out, enjoy the nice weather this weekend. Watch the lightning, hopefully win tonight in Nashville, and keep our fingers crossed that the Rays can make some progress with the uh, baseball union and you know get ready to play some ball. Again, guys, thank you. You've been in the gymnasium. Appreciate you uh, listening every weekend. I look forward to your email. Let me know who you want in the final four. You might be able to win tickets. As always, stay vigilant, stay safe, and above all, stay positive. We'll talk to you next time on the GBB Sports Show.